Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message. Uh, I thank God for Jesus Christ on today and for, uh, for all of you, the Lord's people. And uh, I know most of you all don't know me, so I'm giving you all another two minutes, amen, to uh, look me over and make sure I'm real and all that good stuff, amen. Uh, I believe that, that today is significant on a, a, a number of levels, amen, uh, and, and one uh, being what, what many of you know about uh, is uh, uh, the consummation, if you will, of a brand new relationship uh, between uh, your pastors and uh, your leaders, this church, uh, and uh, myself, uh, my wife, and uh, a great body uh, of, uh, I think, end-time believers that the Lord is gathering called the NUMA Network of Churches. Uh, it is not a denomination. Uh, how many know that denominations are really not of God? Uh, he has used them, but they are not his best. Uh, but God has a way of bringing people together uh, for a number of reasons. And one of them, I believe, is the mutual esteeming of gifts. Amen. Uh, you know, God will confirm to you if, you if you are at the level of faith that you still require confirmation. But he will also allow there to be individuals that he has raised up and, and infused with credibility uh, to come alongside of you to identify in you what many people already may know but may not know how to quantify with, with their words. Amen. And so a part of my purpose uh, being here with you all today with my wife, uh, amen, uh, Lady Linda Holiday. Can we give God a hand amen. praise for her? Amen. Uh, amen. She is, is my best friend, praise the Lord. And uh, uh, when I took her application, we stopped taking applications. <laughs> Y'all ain't talking back to me. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. But, but we're happily married over 28 years now, best friends, high school sweethearts. I mean, we've come through the lean times, the challenging days, and all those things together. And, and, and we're in it for real. Amen. She, she's my best friend. And and I have to stress that because a lot of times people get married and, and then they, they have other people that they want to put in the place of being best friends. And so, uh, amen, when I got married, I told all the boys, I mean, we, we can hang out, but, but, but when I really want to hang out, I'm going to be with my wife. Can I get two good witnesses here? Amen. And uh, thank God for, for two of our, our, our spiritual children, Minister Chancy Carr and his wife, uh, Christina Carr. And uh, they, they, are, they are literally, literally, amen, the, the first couple that we ever married. Wow. Uh, amen. And they're celebrating 15 years this year. And uh, amen. And uh, they have grown in the Lord and, 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 and been, I mean, a vital part, not just of our church, uh, but our family as well. Amen. Uh, and uh, now I want to say this. Y'all's pastor invited me here. Amen. He, he invited me here, and, uh, and I think God spoke to them, uh, was it earlier this year? It's been a while back. We, we were in another, another meeting, and I was, I was ministering and, and on their way home, and they were, God had placed a thought in their spirit. How many know the Lord still speaks to us uh, concerning, praise God, my coming and being a part? And we've been working on building relationship 
uh, since then. Now, I, I want to say something to you, and, and uh, I don't apologize for, for being who it is that God has called me. Amen. Uh, it, it, it's not uh, uh, my, my, uh, my label, if you will, as an apostle is not who I am, it's what I do. Amen. And, and so this is the first time. So I, I got more word than we got time today. Amen. So I'm not going to try to give it all to you in one setting. But I, I believe that 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 your your pastor and I, Apostle John and I, we are being uh, united. Amen. Uh, to be a part of something tremendous that God is doing in the end time. Uh, our hearts have been connected. Amen. And so uh, uh, and there's a whole lot I can say. And I, I don't want to belabor the time, but. Uh, he's going to be representing the Newman Network of Churches in the Western North Carolina region, amen, as a, as a director for us. And he's got a real, real, a real simple job in the sense of articulating it, and that's just to find more people who, who share the same heart as we do. We believe that God is gathering his people together in this last days, people who are not, amen, burdened or in bondage to religiosity people who want the truth of the word of God, people who want, who want to see an authentic move of God in the last days, amen, uh, who believe the Bible in its totality and, 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 and want the spirit of God to show up and to do uh, what we see in the New Testament was not just relegated for that time. Uh, that, that is a continual move, and we ought to see it in our lifetimes. And so uh, he, he's, he's going to you know, he's going to be missing on some occasions as he sees about some of the things because, you know, the difference between uh, a pastor and, and an apostle, a pastor is a, is a residential That's gifting. Right. They're a homebodies. They stay at home. Apostles, amen, are sit. They, they travel. They are itinerant. And that means that sometimes as we are called to, to take territory to advance the kingdom of God, we have to leave our local assemblies or be sent out by those individuals so we can fulfill the call of God uh, that's on our lives. And literally, it has implications for the church. And that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. Amen. Amen. Now, a part of the gifting that I carry is prophetic. Amen. Uh, and God has been speaking to me, uh, I think, since we drove into Indian Trail, right? Uh, and, and, and staying over in Monroe and, and being in Union County. And, and, and notice this, that, that, that Union County is not unified. The body is not unified. Uh, and so there's some spiritual things that hang over this region uh, that is keeping the church from moving into uh, all that will glorify God. Amen. That the spirit of religion is here in a, in, a, in a dominant way. But how many know that, that the apostles carry uh, a breakthrough anointing? It's a breaker's anointing. I'm already teaching in case y'all are. Uh, uh, waiting on me to go to the scripture. We're going to go to that in a minute. Amen. That's for all the religious folks. You know the preacher. Reverend, please, please read your text first. No, we'll, we'll get to that in, 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 in a minute. Amen. And if, I, and if I need to hold my Bible so you feel comfortable, I'll do that too. Uh, but bless the name of the Lord. But, but, but the spirit of religion hangs over this city. Amen. And we have to understand that, uh, that God never sent Jesus to establish a religion. He sent Jesus, amen, to bring forth the kingdom. 
Now, I live by this principle. Whenever God brings someone new in your life, it's because he intends to do something new through your life. So my purpose, my wife's purpose, our being here, amen, it, it, is, it is not uh, some coincidental thing. It's not something where you just assign someone to come and speak. Praise the Lord. And you have to remember this for every note taker. God never, ever releases or manifests a destiny until he first births a relationship. He never, he never manifests destiny unless he first, first, amen, births a relationship. And so we are highly relational. That's why we're here. It's, it's relationship. And, and it's not, glory be to God, it, it is not a, a, a parasitic relationship. And some folk, praise God, you, we, 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 we have had, we've had a history of having parasitic relationships where, where people in your li- life, glory be to God, all they do is take from you. They, they drain you. When you see their number appear on your call ID, something comes all over you. Am I talking to anybody? Maybe it's on this side, amen. But 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 when they talk, when they call you, glory be to God, you know that after after the greeting, they're going to ask you for something that's going to leave you less than what you were before they call. Amen. But the kind of relationships that I believe are, are, are evidence in the kingdom are symbiotic relationships. Those are relationships that are mutually beneficial. You win and I win. And God births those kind of relationships. Let, let, let's go to Matthew 25. Y'all, y'all did give me a theme and I believe in preaching from the theme because somebody prayed and heard from the Lord uh, about what it is that we ought to talk about. And so uh, you know, I, 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 I tell preachers as I teach and train preachers and pastors and leaders, if somebody gives you a theme, you ought to talk about it. And, I, and as I've prayed, I believe that, that, that this theme, amen, has great prophetic weight for what's now and for what's next for this church. Uh, they've got the slides. I know, already know I'm not going to finish because there's a few, few people I know I'm supposed to minister to. Uh, but uh, all the leadership of the church as well. Thank God for each of you. Uh, we honor uh, Pastor Tim and, and Sister Takeda, right? All right, amen, in their roles and, and all the elders, all, all, everybody, amen. Honor, and I wrote this down, not, not just not this statement, but what I'm going to say after this. Honor is the highest seed that can be sown in the kingdom of God. It is the only seed that the Bible promises instant reciprocity. Honor. Amen. Amen. And, and, and as we were, as I was listening to the testimony, I heard the Holy Spirit say that you all are to reciprocate everything that you find that can be really in two words, love and acceptance. You found it in them. Now you need to give it back. And you don't need to simply tell them, you need to show them. There's a few of y'all. Because, see, we we love to read. Amen. But, but, But they deserve for you to give to them in like measure 
what they've been giving to you. Amen. Both love and acceptance. Amen. Is that a good word? Yes. So, 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 so then uh, uh, don't, merely, don't merely tell them, show them. Amen. Amen. Uh, we'll, we'll get into to some of these other things here in, in a moment. Uh, but I want to talk to you from your subject, a season of separation and, and outpouring. And, and, uh, and, and as a subtopic, I want to talk about uh, an apostle and his house. Now, this is important because uh, he is your pastor. And, and when we look in the word of God, when it talks about fivefold ministry, everybody familiar with fivefold ministry? Let me see. Raise your hand if you're familiar with fivefold ministry. Glory be to God. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, it talks about the gifts that Christ gave to his church. You, you, some of you have already, already been uh, uh, indoctrinated relative to this. Uh, and those are the gifts that Christ gave to the church. Amen. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, praise God, we see the gifts that the Holy Spirit gave to the church. Amen. And Romans chapter 12, we see the gifts of the God that, of, that God gave that really ought to be dispositions that every believer expresses at some point in their lives. It just depends on the kind of demands that are being placed on the oil that you carry. Amen. Uh, you're, not, you're not just saved, but you should be, amen, one who carries the oil of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So if you can't get to your pastors, amen, uh, you, you've got a relationship with God yourself. How, and what they're doing, they're, trying to, they're training you and equipping you so that what God has called you to be, you now have the capacity to be able to do. So you're kings and you're priests, amen? You're kings because you take territory, you take spoils, but you're also priests because you know how to get into the face of God. You know how to come into the presence of the Almighty. Amen. Even if they're not around, you still know how to do it. So, so if they're not gone, you may miss their presence, but you never miss their God. Hallelujah. So Matthew chapter 25, verse 32 through 34, and then verse 41. Y'all blame the appreciation committee for these scriptures, amen, because uh, this is judgment scriptures right here, really. I mean, this, this is kind of like tightening up. Tenth uh, year, praise God, and it's great when you can go and see that ten means perfection and ten means completion. But, you know, Israel tempted God ten times after God had shown them ten miracles through plagues. And you have 10 years, and I say this prophetically, you have 10 years, and if you've been here all 10 years, you've seen God move every year for 10 years. So you don't need him to confirm another word because you've got 10 years of whatever God said having come to pass. And I learned this from, my, from, my, from one of my mentors, Pastor Robin Gould, and we all need to understand if, if one thing God said is true, everything God says is true. Hallelujah. That's good news. Matthew chapter 25. Look at verse 32. The Bible says all the nations. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another. I think twice I've heard the mention of nations here, either in a song while the worship team. Let's give the worship team a hand and the band. Glory be to God. While they were ministering, they were talking about nations. And I think during the praise that nations was also uh, mentioned. But And the Lord is concerned about nations. The, 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 the wonderful thing about God is that you don't have to travel abroad now 
to share the gospel because he's, a, he's causing the nations to show up right here where we live. Sometimes you can just walk right, uh, right across the street and find somebody of a different nation. And he didn't call us to make disciples of one ethnicity, but to make disciples of all nations. Amen. And so it says he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats and he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. The, the, the doctrine of separation, and we don't have time to talk about that today. The doctrine of separation, praise the Lord, is a, is a, is a biblical doctrine that the church has abandoned. I did write this in my notes. Glory be to God. We cannot allow abuse by some to mean abandonment for us. Amen. Because there's some things that we don't do as a church or we shy away from as a body of believers like honoring leadership because some people abused it. And so we can't allow abuse by some to mean abandonment for us. It's still in the word of God that we that we ought to honor those. Amen. The scripture says that double honor ought to be showed to them. Amen. That 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 that, that labor among you or to those that that labor in the word and in doctrine. Double honor. And that's not shaking their hands and say, I honor you. I honor you twice. That's talking about finances. That's a weak amen. Y'all believe the Bible? It's the truth, right? So let, let, let's keep going. The Bible says, and, and he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Amen. Then verse 34, then the king will say to those in his, in his, on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father. Look at this. Inherit the kingdom. The Bible says, prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Then verse 41, amen, we were instructed to go there. It says, then he will say also to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Somebody say separation. separation. Now turn over to Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Y'all used to having some Old Testament and some, and some new. I listened to some of the podcasts, glory be to God, all the way back to 2000. 2011. You got to do your research. Come on, y'all. Amen. So y'all used to having a whole lot of scripture. I love that. Amen. We, we need to be worded up. Glory be to God. Don't you know the devil ain't, af ain't afraid of you with all your uh, Christian cliches? No, you got to use the word. Every time we go to the word of God, we're looking for principles, patterns, and precepts. And it's not your story. It's God's story. That's how you keep from being disappointed when you go to Scripture. If you go to it as if it's your story, you will read into it what you believe it ought to mean. And rob, it, rob the word of its power because it's not what, what you think it means is what he meant by what he said. So I'm looking, for the, I'm looking for the principles and I'm looking for the pattern so I can extract the principles. Amen. And from the principles, I get the precept. Yes. If I get the precept, that will keep me from having misconceptions because I don't live by conceptions. I don't live by concepts. I live by precepts. Yes. If it's conception, I, that means I get it in my own mind. But no, I need to get his mind. 
Joel chapter 2 and verse 28, the Bible says, and it shall come to pass afterwards. This is talking about the last days. And we know the last days begin immediately after Jesus' death and then his ascension. And so he says that I will pour out my spirit on how much? All flesh. All means all. In Hebrew, in Greek, amen, that's what it means. It means all, all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall what? Prophesy, amen. The church is a prophetic entity. Now, that doesn't mean that you are a prophet, but you ought to be prophetic. That means that you exhort, that you, uh, uh, that you edify, and that you encourage. See, you can just take the word of God. The Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 10 that we ought to exhort one another daily. Well, I exhort you with the word because I'm not trying to build up the physical you. I'm trying to build up the real you, which is the spirit man. If I can get you built up in your spirit, your body may be, may be acting crazy, but if I can get you built up in your spirit, amen, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I'm going to find me about 17 people to preach to, and then we're going back to Greensboro. The rest of y'all have to get it the next time. He says here, amen, that he says, your old men shall dream dreams, amen, and your young men shall see visions. Dreams are what you see when you sleep. Visions are what you see when your eyes are wide open. And God wants us to see some things. Amen. Uh, let's read verse 29 just for context. And he says, also on my, my men servants, he says, and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. So God is not uh, gender divisive. He's going to pour out his spirit on everybody. Now, this is, the, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. You have to understand something. When God says outpouring, that means you need to empty yourself. So he has something to pour into. Boy, this is going to live here in a moment. Glory be to God. And, and, see, and see, the way that you do that, the way that you do that, Apostle, is, is, is this. When God promises outpouring, you need to start laying hands on as many people as you can so you can pour out the anointing that you have so God can fill you up with this new oil that he wants to get into you. Do you follow what I'm talking about? Amen. Hallelujah. So, so then, so, so, so let's, let's go, uh, let's go deeper. Is that all right? So, 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 so today, amen, uh, today we join, praise God, uh, I'm going to get this. We join with you and heaven in celebrating 10 phenomenal years. Y'all ain't in the spirit. Y'all ain't in the spirit. Let, let, let me say this again. Today, we join in with you and heaven in celebrating 10 phenomenal years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, see, if you were not here for all 10, you ought to at least praise the Lord for the years that you have been here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Amen. We, we, look, we're warming up now. This is supposed to be a celebration. Nobody died. Heaven is celebrating. The fact that you would take God at his word and hold on to what the Lord has said and believe within your heart that God is going to do and keep on doing what he said. Yeah. 
So thanks be to God for the great things that he has done and the tremendous people he has used, praise God, to make it so. Here's what I want you to understand. Amen. God works through people. Come on, say that. God works through people. And he never does anything through a group of people without a leader. He works through people, but he never does anything, amen, uh, uh, with a group of people uh, without a leader. So not only do we praise God for what he has done in, in the lives of all of these people and in this wonderful church, but we need to praise God for capable, credible, and consistent leadership. That's good practice right there. But I said we need to praise God for credible, amen, consistent, and capable. Some of y'all are having a hard time. I'm not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. I need you. I need you to get beyond the flesh for a moment. And realize this. Jesus said, I'm going to give you gifts. The Bible says it in Jeremiah 3.15. I will give you pastors after my own heart. Amen. And if you give somebody something, that's a gift. Now, how or what you think about the gift giver is indicative by your appreciation. So let's try this again. Because, see, we're not praising them. We're praising God for them. So let's celebrate the leadership that we have. Because what we're saying is, God, we thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because we could have some leaders that we're not proud of. We could have some leaders, glory be to God, that lack character, that lack integrity. Amen. That when people say, do you go to cup? Uh, well, uh, uh, I, uh, I go over there sometimes. No, you don't have to say that. You, yes, I do. You may be seated. See, when you do what heaven loves, heaven gets involved. Amen. You, you don't have to worry about them getting the big head because you're clapping your hands and, and, and praising the Lord. They know who the glory belongs to. But see, we can't allow abuse to make us abandon something that God says we ought to do. Matter of fact, won't you just praise the Lord for the person sitting beside you? And if whoever you sitting beside... Look like they got a problem with praising the Lord for you. You might want to change seats. You might want to sit somewhere else in the building. Scripture says we all we got to learn how to rejoice. Amen. With them that re- rejoice, y'all following them. This is a time of great rejoicing. Four thousand churches are closing down every year. And y'all got 10 years that says that the Lord has been mighty good. Where the sister with the strawberry hair? That the, the, the Lord has been mighty good. Well, that's what she called it, so I figure I, fig- I better stay with that. Say amen. All right, so, so God, he, he never does anything to a group of people without a leader. And so we praise God for, for, your, for your leadership. So our theme, amen. Our theme is a season of separation and outpouring. Now, notice how I said our theme, because we're in relationship. Amen. And, and, and he, he invited me here, praise God, 
uh, to be a part of the celebration, to announce this relationship, and to share with you all, he's asking me to provide a level of apostolic oversight. Yes. But this is a good thing. I don't have no more authority here than what y'all give me. Amen. The elders and the pastors are in charge of this church. My thing is just to say, how are you treating your wife? Wife, how's he treating you? Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything down there that we need to come and see about? We're praying for you. Amen. Y'all got to do the heavy lifting. I got a church. Amen. I got a church. Praise the Lord. Amen. But, but how many know you need people who can come alongside of you? See, what they have been to you all, they need others to be to them. And so I, I, I count it a privilege, amen, and see it as a service to be even asked to serve uh, with them in that way. But, but the, our theme is a season of separation and a season of outpouring. And, and, and I believe this, and, and, and this is no, no, no slight glory be to God on, on those who receive this theme, praise God. But I believe, praise the name of the Lord, that it is, it is not just a call Amen. Or a season of separation. It's a call to separation. See, every ministry that the Lord establishes, although we are all on the same team and have, have more in common than we do different, is called to make a unique contribution in the earth. And so CCC is such a people and such a place. And what God has called you to do is unique within the kingdom. And it requires each of you that you make an uncommon, praise God, yet critical contribution to the body of Christ. Make no ifs, ands, and buts about it. God has called you. Come on, say that. God has called me. Amen. He's called you, praise God, but not only that, we, we have proof, we have evidence that for 10 years, the Lord has not only sustained you, amen, but he has also advanced you. And so it's not only applaudable and highly celebratory that, that you've reached the 10-year mark in ministry, but this is a very strategic and I believe a very prophetic time for you. It is a ministry milestone with far-reaching implications on what God requires for you now and next. The purpose of prophecy, amen, one of the underlying purposes of prophecy is to cause you to lift up your eyes and to posture yourself in expectation, amen. And so when God declares that he's going to do something through you now and both next, it's supposed, it is designed to raise the level of your expectation in the Lord. Yeah. And so, and so uh, we heard on last night at the, at the banquet, banquet, praise God, we will throw back, back in the 20s, glory <laughs> to God. None of us was around then, so trying to do our best, praise God. But, but we heard about 10 last night, and we heard about 10, our sister again, this morning, and some others alluded to it. And, and it does mean perfection. It does uh, mean completion, but it also means testimony. It means testimony. And, and imagine that. And we, we don't have a whole lot of time. But 10 years of testimony. And, and it, it also means law. Praise God. But 10, 10 also carries with it uh, the whole concept of responsibility. 
Because after 10 years, you ought to be more responsible for the weight of glory that God has entrusted to you. For the word that the Lord has released into this house. See, if you've been here 10 years, glory be to God. Yeah, you ought to be uh, excited because you can say I've been here all 10 years. But if you've been here 10 years, you ought to be a little bit more responsible. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Amen. For how you behave and how you treat people. Amen. And your responsiveness to the word because you're not trying to be convinced that these are uh, people these people are who they really say that they are so you have responsibility but but 10 also means and I like this it also means the completeness of order the completeness of order there have, have been some things that have been taught and imparted over the last 10 years that were, were designed to bring you to a new level, amen, uh, of maturity, if you will. Now, God, because we see it in the word of God, God takes us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Yes. Amen. He takes you from one level of faith to another level of faith. Uh, your faith stands trial. It gets tested and he, he matures you. Amen. And, and obedience. One definition for faith is obedience to the revealed will of God. But he also moves us from glory to glory. Now, here's, here's the thing about glory. Glory simply means, amen, an accurate representation of God. And so God will never move you from mess to glory. Because mess, amen, or, or, or an incompleteness in order doesn't accurately represent God. So, so you got to glorify God on one level in order for you to be a candidate for promotion to the next level of, 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 of even having the hope of glorifying God. You can, pray, you can pray, you can fast, you can get them to lay hands on you all you want to, amen. But if you are in a mess... And won't submit to the authority and the order of God to bring you to a place that that level glorifies God. You will never go any higher than you are right now. And so this church, after 10 years, has come to a place where God is saying you have completed this level. It's time for you to go to the next level. How many receive that? Amen. That there's a completeness. Now, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, one, one of the things that we have to understand about the next level, when you get to the next level, sometimes you won't even, you won't even know enough about it to realize that God has moved you. Amen. So you can start cursing God and say, well, ain't nothing happening here. Guess what? You're starting over on a new level. And you've got to learn that new level. Am I talking to anybody in here? Will somebody just give God a praise if you're enjoying the word so far? And so then, and so, and so let me say this, this theme, this, 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 it's a call. Everybody say a call. It's a call to separation. Amen. It's a call to separation. And I'm trying to get through my notes, but y'all keep asking me all these questions in the spirit. And that's why I got to keep coming down here. So in the spirit. Yeah, that's where it's coming in the spirit. But, but we have to understand with God, amen, many people confuse purpose, call, and assignment. None of us have a unique purpose. Every Christian has the same purpose. That purpose is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. 
according to Romans chapter 8. That's the purpose. You follow what I'm saying? Nobody has to lose any sleep or whatever. That's all of our purpose. It's the same thing, to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Everything that you're going through. And he uses tests, trials, glory be to God, and tribulations or temptations. Amen. To, to, to help you become like Jesus. Am I talking to anybody? And now, so every one of us have the same purpose. Just look at your neighbor and say, I know you think you're unique and wonderful and everything. Come on, talk to him. But we all have the same purpose. Amen. We all got the same purpose. Praise the Lord. An abuse of purpose, Miles Monroe said, makes, uh, makes uh, uh, he, said, he said, ignorance of purpose, rather, makes abuse inevitable. When we're ignorant of our purpose, we cannot help but have abnormal use. That's what abuse is. Now, now, so, so purpose, praise God, purpose gives birth to calling. There's a call to and there's a call for. God will call, call he has called all, all of us, praise the Lord, to be saved. Amen. But he has also called us for something individually and corporately. Now, out of our calling, God will also then generate what it is that's our assignment. You won't have to buy the CD today. Come on. Amen. God will, God will, God will call us. Amen. But then he will give us an assignment. Our call will birth our assignment. And it will let you know who you are assigned to. It will let you know who you are not assigned to. It will let you know what you are assigned to do. So we can't afford to get those to get those things confused. Amen. And so 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 not only is this a season of separation, it is a call to separation. Now, I believe that if we embrace the call to separation, it will result in an even greater outpouring of the spirit of God in this ministry and in this region. But we've got to embrace it. Everybody say embrace it. We, we've got to embrace it. So it has, it has individual, personal, private ramifications for every one of us. God is going to start speaking to those of you, amen, who will be open and honest with him about some, some things, some people, some behavior, some mindsets that you've got to separate yourself from. You can't take everything and everybody with you to the next levels in God. Hallelujah. You're messing around, praise God, and try to take lot where God never intended for you to take lot. Amen, somebody. Some of you, you got family members. Glory be to God. They're just as religious down at the church where mama got the plot outside. Y'all don't want to talk back to me. Uncle so-and-so is on the deacon board. I know y'all gave the land and all of that, but God never told any of you to go over there. So then, so then, I listen, uh, and, and you have to understand this, that what God is requiring of you, amen, is on the increase. God never promises you more without requiring more of you. We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web 
at www.changeatc3.org. That's change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number three, dot org. Or call us at 704-821-7368. Covenant Community Church, where the truth is revealed.